Hey, how's it going? I'm Andy Jones and this is episode 93 of the Photography Side Hustle podcast. So, this week's episode is how to start your photography business in 2023. Now, there's a lot more to starting a photography business than picking up your camera and taking photos. So I'm going to take you through a few things that you need to choose and set up before you get going. Now, I do need to let you know that I am not a lawyer, an insurance broker, or a tax specialist. You need to check these things out for yourself, as the rules are different from state to state, province to province, and county to county. So you really do need to check these things out. Okay, let's start with your first decision. You need to decide on a niche, what type of photography you're going to do. Now, this is really important. You need to choose what you're going to shoot and charge money for. Now, it sounds simple, but when you're starting out, you just want to shoot everything. I know I did. All this does is water down your business. I once got a referral for a November wedding, and I had to turn it down because I had a figure skating event to cover. The bride's mother couldn't believe I was turning her down. She said, I thought you were a wedding photographer. I learned three things from this. First, I should have concentrated on sports all year. Second, I should have said, I'm booked that day, not I have a skating competition that day. And third, I should have said on my website that I only shoot weddings from March the 1st to October the 31st. And then everyone would have known and there would have been no surprises. But this was a referral and I'm pretty sure that person never referred to me again. So I blew it. Anyway, it's important to choose your niche or niche if you're down in the States. I'll go with niche though. There's nothing wrong with having two different types of photography that you shoot. Just make sure they don't overlap. If they do overlap, like in my example, you can't fully serve your customers. Now, you would think that weddings and family portraits would go hand in hand. And for some people, they do. They organize it very well. But how can you book a $500 family photo shoot on a Saturday when you could possibly be booking and shooting a $2,500 wedding on that day. Now, I'm saying Saturday because in Canada and Britain, most people get married on Saturdays. I'm thinking the States as well, but yes, you get midweek ones, but not normally on a Sunday. So why would you take a day that you could possibly earn $2,500 with a five to six, $700 shoot? It's, it doesn't make sense. So I want you to think long and hard If you want to have two niches, when you're starting out, try to concentrate on just one. It's so much easier if you just concentrate. Do something else on the side as a hobby, but for money, just try to concentrate on one. Because specializing in just one niche, customers are going to see you as an authority figure. Next, you need to choose a platform. Now, this means which camera platform you're going to use or... If you need lights, which type of lighting you're going to use? Now, the first thing you're going to think about is, what am I going to be shooting? If you're thinking of shooting kids figure skating or ice hockey, you would need a 70 to 200 f2.8 lens. So your brand options for that lens are Canon, Nikon, and Sony. If your body is a Fujifilm, well, they don't make that lens. You could go and buy a third-party lens, that is 70 to 200 2.8 and they are slightly cheaper i think that is uh, tamron if i'm not mistaken 
But anyway, the idea is here, you need to identify the lenses you're going to be using and choose a platform that will give you what you need. So identify the lenses you're going to be using and choose a platform that will give you what you need. Now, lighting is something else you'd need to decide on. Do you want to use speed light flashes or more powerful studio flashes? Speed lights are battery powered, but studio flashes can either be plugged in and now you can buy battery powered studio lighting. If you don't want any kind of flashes, you can use constant LED panels. You need to educate yourself on these options and make a decision. And it's better to spend a little bit more and get the, the better quality lights or the better quality lens than buy the cheap one and in six months realize you should have got the more expensive one and you're going to have to pay for it anyway. So save yourself some money and buy the decent stuff at the best you can possibly buy at the beginning. Okay, next is register your business name. Because if you want to run a photography business, you need to register it with your local government. This is so you can pay tax on your earnings and charge your customers taxes. In some areas, registering your business name is going to protect you from that name being used by anyone else. As I said earlier, I am not qualified to give you help with this. You need to look into it yourself. Now, the types of business you can register. My options when I started were sole proprietor and corporation. Now, I know down in the States, they have some different types of corporations. I think they do here in Canada as well probably in Britain as well. So I had a choice between sole proprietor or registering a corporation. Now, the way I understand it is, as a sole proprietor, you earn the money and you pay taxes on those earnings. A corporation is a separate entity and that earns money and you are its employee. You own the corporation, but you are still an employee and you can take earnings out. Now, I really do suggest you talk to an accountant someone that specializes in these kind of things and get advice before making a decision. Another thing you're going to need once you register your business is commercial liability insurance and equipment insurance. But chat with an insurance broker first to find out what you need. Insurance is basically a safety net for you. If your equipment is stolen and you're not insured, well, it's going to be an extremely expensive replacement cost. Plus, not all customers are happy-go-lucky people like you. Some are just downright nasty and you never know who will sue you or for what. So buy some peace of mind and get some insurance coverage. Next, we've got pricing your services. Now, this is where you need to place yourself in the marketplace. Where do you fit in with the competition? And it takes a little bit of time to do this. You've got to go through all the websites of all the other photographers in your neighborhood your city, wherever you're covering, you need to know who they are and what quality of work they put out, plus what they charge. So compare only your best photos with your local competitors' work and be honest with yourself because this is so important. If you price yourself too high and people compare you to photographers that have been in it for 15 years and they do beautiful work, you're not going to get anything. They're going to go to them. Now, I did an episode on pricing uh, called How Do I Price My Work? It was last posted on June the 12th, 2022. I think it was episode 59. There's also a spreadsheet in the download section on the photographysidehustle.com website, which will help you find out what your break-even point is. And you can set up how much you want to earn, how many shoots a week you want to do, 
and it'll give you all the figures. Okay, next we've got launch a website. So let's have a look at domain names. Now, register a domain name that matches your business name. This is something you should do pretty much before registering your business, and it's important that they match. If you want to use the name, let's go with Jane Doe. So Jane Doe Photography. That's your name of your business. You want to see if you can register janedoephotography.com or janedoephoto.com. There are also other top-level domain name extensions available, and we'll call those TLD, top-level domains, like .photo, .photography. There's so many of them now, but for you as a photographer, those are the two. Or if you had a studio, I think there's a .studio. So you could use, instead of janedoephotography.com, you could actually use janedoe.photography or janedoe.photo. Plus, other TLDs that are available for every country in the world has one, like .ca for Canada, .co.uk for Britain, which I think is a bit silly, but there you go. So you've got lots and lots of options. Let's have a look at what to put in for your website content. Now, this is really important as well as everything else I've been saying, but it's really important to get this right. The website needs a portfolio of your best work in the niche that you're selling. It's no good putting pictures of your cat if you're trying to be a wedding photographer. Make it the best possible work you've got. Don't put anything in. Like if, if you can only come up with nine pictures, post nine pictures. If the 10th one is a bit off, do not post it. Customers need to see what you can do for them. A contact page so they can book you as easily as possible is a must as well. All the wording or copy needs to address the problems that customers need to solve. No waffling on about how amazing you are or your equipment. They're really not interested. Just think about yourself when you're looking for some information on the web. You land on a website and you can decide whether the site has what you need in a matter of seconds. What you wanted to see were the answers you were looking for. So when someone goes to your site... They are looking for a photographer that can solve their problem. And that problem might be that they need a photographer to shoot their daughter's wedding on August the 24th. So you need some text and a call to action, meaning click here, do this. So you need some text that addresses their problem at the top of the homepage. It should be the first thing that they see and it gives them an answer to their problem or a way of getting an answer to their problem. So like I've said in other episodes, it could be a, a button that says click here to see if your wedding day is available or whatever you're shooting. That will help them solve their problem and they will move on into your website. So next, we're going to have a look at growing your business. Now, marketing your business is a never-ending job. If you stop marketing your business, your business will decline. It'll shrink. So look at it as something you do weekly, monthly and seasonally. Just constantly doing it. I did an episode on this called Five Ways to Market Your Business. That was on November the 6th, 2022. That was episode 79. You need to constantly tell people in your area who you are and how you can help them. How many times have you seen an ad online and were interested but you didn't click on it? Only to think about it a week later and then you never saw the ad again. So, for instance, when you use Facebook ads, don't use your whole budget in two weeks. Spread it out over a month or two. Most people don't react to an ad on the first viewing. It might take two or three to take some action. Another way to grow your business is use networking to expand it. 
Now, last week's episode covered that, so if you need to find out more about networking, give that one a listen. Just don't finish your website and wait for the bookings to roll in because they will not. It'll just be crickets. You need to tell people where to go and learn more about how you can solve their problems. So let's go through what we covered. Number one, you decide on a niche. Then you choose the equipment platform that you're going to be using. Three is register your business, but it's contingent on number five, which is launch a website because you need to match the domain name to your business name. Next one is price your services. Five is launch your website. And number six, the last one is grow your business. So I hope you found that useful or you do find it useful in the future. Okay, that's it for this episode. If you need help with anything, you can contact me through the Facebook group or Facebook Messenger, and I'm more than willing to help you out. Right, I'll be back next week with more stuff. Talk to you soon. Bye.